Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic Friends. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're here. Got another bonus episode today talking about morning routines and ways we can upgrade that, make it a little more self-care oriented and also what it doesn't have to look like because I think there's a lot of shoulds around morning routines. So if you are in the self-care challenge right now, hooray, I'm so glad you're joining me. Hopefully you've been getting lots of ideas. You've been really committing to this practice so far. Again, these are pretty simple things to do each day, but just that little moment of prioritizing yourself can go a long way and some accountability, some community always helps. So thanks for being a part of it. You can still join if you would like to. Um, This will be all December. So the self-care challenge going throughout the month, new ideas, bonus episodes, we're doing some live IG lives, some Zoom calls and all the things to get you totally ready for the new year. Just really prioritize yourself. So today, morning routines. I wanted to chat about this topic because it's something that I get a lot of questions about. It's a lot, there's a lot of focus around the morning and like having this perfect morning routine, which I can speak for myself and just like doesn't exist. (laughs) It's hard. We've got life. We've got dogs and kids and partners and roommates and things that like can really prevent us from having these perfect morning routines. So sometimes it's just little simple upgrades that can make all the difference. So first morning routines don't have to look any certain way. They can be very simple. It can be, you know, five minutes of breath work. They can be an hour long meditation, they can change. They can change a lot depending on what's going on in your life when you need more sleep. This time of the year, I mean, it's really cold in Minnesota. It's really dark. I need more sleep. I mean, granted, I go to bed at like, right now I'm going to bed at like 8.30 every night and it feels so good. But sometimes you just need to sleep in and that's okay. So having a balance and having, you know, real expectations for what a morning routine can look like, it just sets you up for success. It does not have to be a super elaborate thing. So just just know that. Um, But there is some real magic in the morning. And I talk about this with a lot of my clients. I've talked about this on the show before that when you wake up in the morning and you're pulling yourself out of your dream state, you're still a little bit more connected to to your spirit, to God, to the universe, whatever you want you know, to call it. Because I believe that dream world is, is really more connected to the other side. And so when you're slowly transitioning out, transitioning out of sleep, out of the subconscious, out of your dream world, you have this like deeper connection to your innermost thoughts into what is aligned for you on your soul's purpose. Um, so that's my, that's my spiritual thought on why the morning is so important. In a lot of cultures and traditions and practices, morning is really magical. I think about like Kundalini. Kundalini emphasizes that morning time and having beautiful rituals. So there is some magic and where it can get easy is just to make some really small upgrades to that morning to make it more magical. I think about the discipline of not looking at my phone first thing in the morning, keeping that sacred time, right? There is so much, you know, there's so much reminding of what's wrong with the world the minute I look at my phone in the morning and it kind of sets myself up for not success the rest of the day. And so that discipline of just keeping the morning really sacred and not looking at my phone for some time only to pull up my meditation app and that's it has been a really big upgrade. So if you can do anything in your morning routine, friends, try that on. I feel like that's one of the best places to start. 
But giving yourself permission to prioritize this time, to set that time aside for yourself can be so much fun, right? You know that this is your time and what you do with it is really up to you. I'm going to give you lots of ideas today, but like just that few extra minutes, setting your alarm five, 10, 15 minutes earlier can give you a lot of time to do things that, that fill up your cup for the rest of the day. So I did get the question is like, how do you balance a morning routine with getting adequate sleep? And I think that, you know, going back to there's no expectations, you shouldn't, you don't want to should yourself in your morning routines is that you have to know what's best for you in that moment. Sometimes you get a really rough night of sleep. You know, your partner is coughing, which was my night last night, (laughs) or, you know, you're up with a baby or whatever it is. You just can't sleep. Sometimes you need to just skip it. And, and sleep in. And that's okay. Listening to what you need is so, so critical in any self-care process. And then additionally, I think prioritizing bedtime and early bedtime will make a big difference in making sure that you get that adequate sleep. So I know 8.30 might be a little early for y'all. It's, I've been just needing extra sleep lately, but if you can get to bed by 10, you know, if that's, that's where you normally, like you normally stay up till midnight, if you can start to up that time and get to bed a little bit earlier and you get adequate sleep, but you get that eight, seven, eight hours of sleep, that morning routine will be that much more special because special because you feel rested. So shifting your bedtime is is I think one of the best life hacks that you can make, especially when it's dark out and you know there's just like not a lot to do other than watch Netflix or for me, scroll Instagram. Don't want to do that. I want to go to bed. <laughs> it feels so good. There is some discipline to a morning routine. And you know, yes, there are those days where you need the extra sleep, sleep in, heck yes. But committing to a practice takes discipline. And whatever that looks like for you, setting reasonable expectations. Say, I want to get up and do 15 minutes of meditation three days this week. Okay, great. Set that set that expectation for yourself, a reasonable goal, rather than setting out a goal that's like, I want to meditate for an hour every day this week um, or like seven days a week. That might not be feasible. And then you feel let down. You want to be disciplined with a reasonable expectation about what you can do with your morning routine or really any routine and then sticking with it, right? Like committing to yourself and and noticing what happens when you don't commit, when you let that go day after day. One time, that's, you know, it happens. But if you start, you just roll away from your practice or it's been now a week and you haven't done anything in the morning that morning routine to set yourself up, how does that make you feel? You know, it's really great motivation to bring you back. So discipline is really key. But then again, you know, take those liberties when you need them, when you need that a little extra sleep. These are very fluid. You know, self-care is so, so fluid and that's what makes it serve you, serve you in that moment of, of what you need. So I have lots of ideas on things that you can do for your morning routine based on your astrological sign. Again, if you are doing the self-care challenge, maybe you try on one of these things. Maybe you try on a couple, whatever you do. If you try on any new practices throughout the self-care challenge, um, be okay with loving them and incorporating them into your life and also just letting them go if they're not for you. 
be be okay with with what's best for you. Before we get into some ideas for your morning routines for different astrological signs, I wanted to just share what I'm doing at the moment. And I always I always say on the show that these these practices change really frequently. Um, but in the moment, I'm committing to something new, and I wanted to share it because it's been really lighting me up. It's been making me really excited, and it's a little bit more involved than I've ever done in the past. So in the past, I've done meditation in the morning. I usually do like a 15 minute meditation, Um, but I have recently discovered Joe Dispenza's work and I've talked about that, I think on a couple episodes past and his meditations are so amazing in their manifestation work. It's vision, envisioning your future. It's, it's upgrading your health. It's these things that I'm just really excited and hungry for right now, but they're long. They're like an hour, like 45 to an hour (laughs) of these meditations. So right now, because I am going to bed so early and it's so dark and my kids go to bed at eight and my partner, he likes to do his like weird nighttime stuff. It's not weird. He just likes to like watch golf. (laughs) So he's doing things that I don't want to do. And in the past, I would read books or I would kind of do these like more evening rituals of meditation. And I really just shifted this to the morning. So I'm going to bed early so that I can get up at five and meditate for an hour. And I know I please don't let this be your expectation if it doesn't feel reasonable, but it's feeling really good to me right now. There's been other times in my life where I've done this, where I've gotten up really early and meditated for a long time and done some real manifestation work and it's it's served me really well. So I'm committing to an hour or a, I shouldn't say an hour, a Joe Dispenza meditation um, every morning for 90 days and I'll let you guys know how it goes. So far, I'm loving it. Today was tough. I woke up and again, I didn't sleep well and it was really hard to do it, but after I did feel better and it's what I'm recording this now, it's about one and like energy has come back. Everything is going to be great. So I always think if I can push through on those days where like, I know I have it in me, I always am grateful. And then there's some days where it's just like, you know what, this isn't going to work. And that's okay. That's okay. So current, current routine is to do these hour long meditations. I also grab my cup of coffee before that. (laughs) I need that. So I, I told this story on my friend Gina's episode on her show. Um, It's coming up here next month for Capricorn season. But we were talking about the eclipse. So last week was the solar eclipse, the final eclipse of the year, ended eclipses season. Well, technically it'll be ending here in the next day or so. But it was like, I always feel astrological events a couple days before they happen. And this one, I felt very hardcore two days before. (laughs) And here's how it manifested. It doesn't, you know, it's not always just like a feeling. It's like sometimes it's, you know, actual circumstances, things that happen that play out in an unexpected way. And you know that eclipses are about completely unexpected energy. They always bring meaningful change and they're like bookends. So when you think about eclipse, you're looking at that cycle. So this one was in Gemini and Sagittarius and the first Gemini Sagittarius eclipse happened in June of 2020. So this was, you know, a year and a half of evaluating the ideas of Gemini and the ideas of Sagittarius. Gemini is about tons of ideas, like bringing in all these new ideas and learning new things and getting viewpoints from tons of different people and listening to all these different ideas and bringing them in to your your brain into your thought process whereas Sagittarius is more about what's my truth what's my wisdom you know what is my connection to something bigger 
and less about the noise of others and more about that inner truth. So this has been the journey for many of us over the last year and a half is like, how do we tune out the noise? How do we listen to what we need? How do we know what is best for us? How do we know what to do? What's the next right step? So whatever, like two days before the eclipse last week, it was a chaotic morning. It was like a total Gemini morning. I was like so distracted or had all these different ideas of things I was going to do and like helping the kids and just like running around. And I didn't drink coffee. I just like forgot, which is abnormal for me. Um, and my coffee in the morning is part of my routine. It's like part of the thing that I do that makes me feel really good. It's my one cup of coffee. It's not anything excessive, but it's, it's just really meaningful. It sets me up for the day and I look forward to it. So for whatever reason, I didn't have time to like make my elaborate pour over that I like to make. And I left and I taught yoga and I got home and I was like, man, like I should have had a coffee, but it's too late in the day now. So I'm not gonna, by the end of the night, everyone, I was literally on the ground. I, I had such a bad caffeine withdrawal headache that I couldn't get up. I almost thought I had to go to the ER. Like it was so bad. I've had one migraine in my life and it felt is that like that bad different part of the brain, but just like, Oh my gosh, this is awful. So I knew in that moment, like I could have said like, Oh, you did this to yourself. Like you, you know, you deserve this. I don't know. But the lesson, the wisdom, again, that like moving from the noise and the chaos and moving into that, what I know is the truth. And what I know I need is that I, I look forward to these simple pleasures in my day and they have to be a part of my life, just like a morning routine, right? And I'm, I'm committing to that. And I've really, really learned this the hard way over the last year and a half is like these simple practices really make all the difference. So I went out, I went out and bought a Keurig. <laughs> I was like, love my pour overs and I can do that when I have time. But like sometimes I just literally need to push a button um, and give me my one cup of coffee. So I know it's like a silly lesson. It's sort of like my white, shirt lesson from last week, but those moments, these little simple things, these wisdoms and these like needs, these things that we know about ourselves can, can really shape our day. And so that's my story about coffee and the eclipses. I don't know if y'all felt the eclipse last week. I think it was a, it was quite a doozy and we'll still be feeling the effects over the next few days and see the changes here in the next year or so. So it's just, it's an exciting time, lots of good things to come. So meditation, coffee, and then the only, really the only other thing I like to do in, in the morning, um, is just have some time with the girls in like a relaxed state. So we try not to immediately rush into, you know, the day and like rush out the door, but it's more like we'll sit and sometimes we watch TV in the morning. I mean, most days we do watch a little bit of TV and just like snuggle and it feels so special. 10, 15 minutes um, before we eat breakfast. So those are my, that's my morning routine at the moment. That meditation is really, is really an upgrade and I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, if you do any sort of meditation, I'd love to know what y'all do. We can share that with the group, maybe in the self-care challenge Facebook group, but what kind of meditation do you like to do in the morning? Um, if you do anything. Let's talk about next different morning routines, different ideas that you can incorporate based on your astrological sign. So again, these are totally just suggestions um, and some different ideas that you can try on. Maybe maybe you pull something from another sign because you like that idea, um, but just some ideas to get, get the, the flow here on what you can do in the morning. So we'll start with Aries, obviously, first. <laughs> Aries. So with Aries being an 
a fire sign and just having that like fiery energy, excitement for life, that incorporating some movement into the morning can be really helpful. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be getting outside and going for a short walk, or it can be like doing three sun salutations in your bedroom the minute you wake up. There is so much energy in any of the fire signs and in Aries is, is the sign of initiating, of going out and doing the things and capturing and just like, yeah, let's go for it. So that using, harnessing that energy and, and putting it into motion first thing in the morning can be a great way to set up your day. Secondly, because Aries is so fiery and sometimes can really find a little bit of balance um, in that like cold water, I often will suggest Aries and Leo, well, any, any of the fire signs and Sagittarius to take a cold shower. And I mean, it's nice to do like a warm, a warm shower and then just like a blast of cold water. And that really can assist with circulation, hormonal balance, um, and, and bring your body into a high euphoric state. I do this not at the moment, not in the middle of winter, but I often do this in the summer and it feels really good. So just a couple areas ideas. Taurus, Taurus being the the sign of sensation of like beautiful things. It's just I think of Taurus as the cashmere robe of the zodiac. Like, mm, put it on, maybe slippers too. So yummy. So taking that luxury and putting it into a morning routine, Taurus, might change the game for you. Literally, like having your your yummy slippers next to your bed when you wake up in the morning, so, so wonderful. You slip your feet in there or your robe or your meditation pillow or your meditation space. Having that beauty and that like tangible thing that you can look forward to in the morning will be great motivation. Taurus, again, is really connected to the body. It's connected to that like earthly sensation. And so Connecting with the body um, through dry brushing is such a beautiful example for Taurus or any of the earth signs. Um, I've talked about dry brushing on Instagram before, but if you're new to this practice, it's just to take a sort of like a coarser brush and you brush your skin completely dry, like pre-shower. You brush your skin um, and you always brush towards your heart. So you're brushing from like the feet up the legs, the arms up the legs, like from your chest down towards your heart. And it sloughs off old skin. It really um, stimulates some circulation. It's an Ayurvedic practice. So it is, you know, within the Ayurvedic um, world. And what I love to do after I dry brush and I get, you know, get that blood flow circulation going is I will grab some oil. Like I like jojoba oil or if I have a CBD oil, um, Balance Naturals is my favorite. I will like oil my body after, do like a little self-massage and then take a shower. And what that does is really locks in the moisture, locks in the moisture of the oils. And then my body is just like mm, buttery all day. So I actually learned this practice in like a Oh, man, it must have been like a retreat years ago and I still do it. And I like really look forward to it. And I'm not even an earth sign. I don't have a lot of earth in my chart, but Taurus, you might love that. It's very luxurious. Gemini's, um, Gemini's love versatility. We were talking about that earlier, just like ideas and different, different things to try. And so really being, um, not locked into any sort of specific routine for Gemini can help with, with morning and listening to your intuition about what to do, what feels best. Maybe it's meditation one day and maybe it's movement the next, or maybe it's journaling or a gratitude practice, but like having a specific time where you know, you're going to get up 15 minutes to do something for yourself that day what it is, you don't know. You're going to pick it in the morning. Gemini's just kind of mix it up. 
And then also learning. Gemini is to learn. If you could maybe listen to a podcast while you're showering or there's that awesome app Blinkist where you can listen to like 15 minute summaries of books. That's another thing to do where you're like, it kind of satisfies that part of your brain that's always looking for new things, but you're not locked into a full book. So taking time to learn things in the morning can be so, so yummy, Gemini. Cancers, my heart's out to you, Cancer Suns, just like me. Uh, the nurturers, the mama bears out there, Cancers, being at home with your loved ones, that's your place, right? That's that time where you get to like feel so so a part of something important. And so I and mentioned like the morning snuggles. This is a cancer practice. Taking some time, snuggle your your kids, your partner, your dog, or just be with yourself and just love in your beautiful home and be happy that you have a roof over your head. That extra moment of just slow down, cancers can make a big difference. And then I had mentioned just, you know, gratitude practice that like that opportunity to express to the universe, to God, what you're so, so thankful for is, is life-changing. Tara Schuster talks about that in her book, um, by the fucking lilies. So I just love that book so much. It's one of my favorite self-care books ever. And she did, she started her gratitude practice through the, the process of recommitting to herself. And she did it for years and she still has all her journals and all the things, they're unique things every day that she writes down that she's grateful for has really changed her perspective on life. So you can write it down. Um, I suggest five things, writing down five unique things and like getting into the details, right? I'm so grateful for, I'm looking at my mini trampoline. I'm so grateful for my mini trampoline. <laughs> you know, little things like that, but also like the details, the individual things. And doing that every day, you can journal, you can voice memo. I mean, there's lots of different ways that you can do that. Leo's, Leo's out there on my fiery kings and queens so i talked earlier about like that cooling practice of a fire sign maybe it's a cold shower leos really benefit from like you drinking cooling liquid so i have one of those big hydro flasks and when i so i have an aries rising so i do sometimes really connect to the aries part of myself i'll fill up my water bottle with ice sometimes like a, like a yummy treat in there maybe some lemon or mint or another cooling um additives in there and in the morning that's the first thing I'll do is just pound a bunch of water and it just keeps my body really cool it keeps it relaxed I am too I you know I want to I don't want to feed the ego the Leo ego or like the stereotype that is Leo but there is like some admiration that Leo needs like looking at, at yourself in the mirror and just being like you are a boss heck yes that is such a great thing for Leo to do. Maybe it's like a facial massage, just giving yourself some time to admire yourself. Maybe it's the high five that Mel Robbins talks about, right? Like giving yourself a high five in the mirror every day, but just acknowledging the badass that you are, Leos, because you are, you are legit the badass of the Zodiac. So giving yourself that time to connect with yourself. Virgos, Virgos love a list. We know Virgos love a list and sometimes they have a tendency to, to maybe overplan. They want to like fix the things. Um, so taking some time to just write down your three simple things that you want to do that day for, you know, grab your cup of coffee, like get comfortable and make a short list rather than the tendency to like want to write out a gazillion things, Virgo. For your day to set yourself up, just write down like, okay, this today I want to record this solo episode. I want to edit next week's 
article and I want to call this person, right? So like setting reasonable expectations for yourself, Virgo, is such a, you're still like satisfying that part of your brain that wants to write the list, wants to be organized, but you're not overwhelming yourself. And then because Virgo also is an earth sign, can really benefit from being connected to earth, getting out in nature. If you can get outside within the first 30 minutes of waking up and going for a short walk, just spending time, you know, admiring nature really, really makes a difference, especially for those earth signs, really for any sign out there. Um, And I know that's hard sometimes in the winter, but the more that you can do it, the more it can shape your day, it can balance your hormones and your mood. Libra, Libras love balance. We know that they love equanimity. And I think one of the fastest and most efficient ways to bring balance into the body is through breath work. And there's lots of different types of breath work. I often suggest Wim Hof because it's like really popular and it's really simple. I had an amazing guest, Amy Koretsky on the show, um, several episodes back. So check that episode out. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, she talks about her type of breath work, um, but really any opportunity to stimulate the body, bring some, some balance to the body through breath work can make a, a really big difference. And Libras, they love to, to love to love on others, right? That's kind of like their jam. And so taking some time to love on others, but also give some time to love on yourself. <laughs> okay. So think if you were going to write like a, a, a love note to someone else, shift that and write that to yourself or just list out a couple things that you admire about yourself. I am a good singer. I am a really amazing mother. I am like, I sound really, (laughs) it's hard for me to sometimes to say these things, but taking those time, you know, that time to turn it around a little bit, Libra, as you need it because you give so, so much to others out there. Scorpio, Scorpios, let's talk about you. So Scorpios are just amazing, amazing manifestors, um, because they believe in transformation and they're willing to do the work to transform themselves and others. And a a manifestation practice for Scorpio in the morning, man, you can get a lot done. You can, you can go out there. And so whatever your manifestation practice is, you know, maybe it's writing down every day, what you're working towards. Maybe it's visualizing it. Maybe it's doing TBM work, which we've talked about on this show. Uh, I'll link that episode on here as well to be magnetic, right? Going out there, seeing, experiencing, and really going after what you want, taking time to manifest. You know, the Joe Dispenza meditations that I'm doing right now, um, this one, the one I really love is called tuning into new potentials. And his website's kind of funny because it's like, it's like an old (laughs) system where you, you purchase the meditation and then you like download it and listen to it. It's like he needs an app or something. But anyways, the one I really love is called tuning into new potentials and Scorpio could really, really benefit from doing that manifestation work in the morning. Okay. I say this one. I know I've said this on the the pod before, but Scorpios also, if you can be naked, (laughs) please do in the morning. Like if your house is warm enough for you just to like be in your birthday suit. mm, Yes. Scorpios are, are the most connected to sexuality and that's like a superpower of theirs, right? That's why they're so good at transformation. Like they understand these, these life-changing experiences. And so when they can get in touch with that more sexual, more intimate part of themselves, they're just more magnetic. So love on your vessel, everybody be naked, Scorpio, especially. Sag, Sagittarius, we're in Sagittarius season at the moment. So y'all can practice these, um, especially Sagittarius. 
Sagittarius loves optimism for life. They're just so, so positive. Um, and I think when I think about Sagittarius, I think about dancing. Okay. So we did ecstatic dance yesterday as part of the self-care challenge. And that's the practice of just moving your body totally free, like turning on the music, turning it up, dancing, literally like no one is watching and doesn't matter what the rhythm is doing. Just move, just feel and get into a trance-like state. I love this. I learned this on the retreat um, that I went to in this fall with Adenta Retreats, who was last week's episode. And it was just, mm, I love it. It's such a fun practice. Additionally, um, Sagittarius is so connected to the truth. I was talking about that as a part of the eclipse season, that Sagittarius really loves like the Gemini, the rather the Sagittarius loves the, the inner wisdom, that truth, and taking time to find truth through journaling, is is a great way to learn more about yourself to learn more about what your truth is and i think about morning pages that practice of just stream of consciousness writing every or rather for three pages is just like the stuff that comes out the first two pages usually are like "Mm, i don't know what i'm writing here like i'm hungry i didn't sleep very well last night like having this thought and then by the third page i'm always like whoa, what just came out of my pen? This is amazing. So the practice of morning pages, which comes from the book, The Artist's Way, is a really beautiful practice for connecting to your truth, Sagittarius. Okay, we got three more, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. So Capricorns are the doers of the Zodiac. They love to get out there and just tackle the the world, tackle life. And a a great way to, you know, kind of, step into that boss energy Capricorns is to get ready. And I know a lot of us work from home now, right? And so that, that process of like showering and getting ready Capricorns is, is really helpful for you. You probably already naturally do this, but if you're in the habit now of like, I sometimes will work in my jammies all day, but those days where I need that extra oomph, I'll take a shower and I'll get dressed. And like, it just feels really good to go out there. And if you can set your clothes up the night before, oof, you know, I do that for my kids. Like, why don't I do this for myself, right? Like give myself it's less morning decision fatigue. It's lovely. And then, you know, nothing is more satisfying for a Capricorn than accomplishing a goal. So a great way to really set up a successful morning routine is to implement a habit tracker. If you can give yourself one of those reasonable goals, one of those reasonable expectations that I was talking about earlier and track it and see, you know, am I, did I meditate three times this week? Or could I do better? Capricorns, they love to accomplish. They love to be successful. And they are. They just, they go out there and they do the things. Okay, Aquarius. Aquarius is a thinker. It's an air sign, right? It's all about the intellect. And going for a walk or just noticing thoughts like in the shower without any distraction can be so helpful in bringing in new ideas, you know, and just having that time, like maybe less distraction. Whereas like Gemini might love to be having a podcast on and like all the music and all the things Aquarius, just like get into your brain and just allow the thoughts, the things to come through, cultivate some, some creativity, like see what comes out. I think I get some of my best ideas when it's so totally silent in the shower. So that's Aquarius for sure. And then, you know, maybe you do start your day off with some reading. Aquarius loves to learn. They're into you to intellect and just connecting to what you know they know and having you know a book by your bedside table Aquarius and just reading a little bit in the morning five ten minutes just a lovely practice for your day 
Finally, Pisces. Sorry, you're always last. Pisces are, they're the most empathic. I mean, ultimately the most sensitive of all of the, of the zodiacs. And they really need to protect their energy throughout the entire day. And that looks like, you know, there's lots of, I talk about energetic protection on the show all the time. That can be visualizing a bubble around your body. That can be taking a salt bath or just wiping your body down with Himalayan salt. But Pisces, you know, really setting yourselves up to protect your own energy is so, so key. I love tiger's eye. That's a great crystal to wear to protect yourself. Pisces, especially those phones. If you cannot look at that phone for a while, just give yourself that sacred time. That'll make a big difference. And then Pisces is one of those signs that, you know, they're really connected to the dream world. Some of their most magical moments are in dreams. And sometimes they need that extra sleep. They're just a little bit slower to come out of the dream world. And that's okay. That's a morning practice in itself. Maybe dream journaling, waking up first thing in the morning, grabbing your journal and writing down what you actually remembered, what came up in those dreams. And maybe you start to see some patterns. So Pisces, you guys, you have a little more permission than other signs to just rest and to stay in that dream state longer. All right, that was a lot, friends. Hopefully these are really helpful, just some ideas to get your morning routine more robust, more fun. Again, there's no no wrong or right way to do this. It's really what works best for you. If you found this helpful, please, please send me a DM. Let me know what you're doing. If you're doing the self-care challenge, um, I'd love to hear from you in the Facebook group or maybe on Instagram. Just I love this community and I love being able to take care of ourselves here together. If you are just tuning in to learn about morning routines and you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving a rating and a review on Apple podcast. Five stars makes such a, such a big difference. And I appreciate it more than, you know, I see everyone that comes in and the show is really starting to take off because some of you are taking the time to do that. So thank you so, so much. And then finally, if you would like to get more involved, you want to learn more about these upcoming challenges workshops, make sure you're signed up for the newsletter, more information on that in the show notes. And you can follow me and the show at ashleysondergaard.yoga and at yoga magic podcast. We will be back on Thursday with an episode all about entrepreneurial careers. We got crystal jewelry. We got some holiday ideas. It's going to be a good one. I'll see you on Thursday.